Jill. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. A uh, new jobs report came out last week. What did we learn from that report? Well, we learned that uh, don't be killing off the job market anytime soon. It still remains pretty vibrant. We saw 216,000 jobs created during the month of December, and that caps off a year that really did defy a lot of the expectations. Remember, if we go all the way back to a year ago, economists were saying, hey, guys, calm down. We've had two big years of job growth, 2023, likely to be a year where we go into a recession and job growth is not going to occur. In fact, we'll see job losses. That never occurred. In fact, 2023 was a very good year for the labor market. We created an average of 225,000 jobs a month. But what is clear is that the first half of the year was stronger than the second half of the year. And job growth is starting to taper off. We are starting to see the labor market slow down. Let's even say just soften a little bit. Um, not in every industry, but there are signs that things are changing as we enter this new year. You mentioned the 216,000 new jobs. A lot of states have raised the minimum wage. We hear a lot about inflation. Do you feel about feel like this worker pay is caught up to the inflation in our country? Well, that's a great question because, you know, one of the things that people were worried about is that with the labor market strong, wages had to really rise in order to bring people back into the labor market. That happened in a huge way post-COVID. And so wages right now are outpacing the inflation rate. That's great news. Um, interestingly, the, the actual minimum wage really didn't have a lot to do with it. In fact, if you look at detailed um, analysis of each state, you will look at like how would the minimum wage impact workers? Well, it's obviously the lowest 10% of earners, right? And when you look at the lowest 10% of earners across the country in each state, about half of them already earn more than the minimum wage. So they're not really impacted by these new minimum wages because the labor market moved in ahead of those minimum wage legislative changes. Now, since we are in early 2024, we haven't talked to you yet uh, this year. What are some of the top goals or financial resolutions, if you will, you see from people across the country? Oh, my gosh. It's so funny because it's um, amazingly consistent, right? And and you know what they are. Mm-hmm. It's, I want to save more, spend less, and pay down debt. That is pretty much what we see every single year when it comes to resolutions. Now, the question is, how are you going to keep those resolutions? My advice is when I talk to people who, you know, whether you call them a resolution, call it a resolution or a goal, the way that you're able to sort of stay consistent and reach that goal is to make sure that it's a concrete goal. Because if I just say, I want to spend less, what does that mean? I have to first figure out what am I spending today? And that means I've got to track the money that I'm spending. I have to really understand what's coming into the household, what's going out. And then if I want to spend less, I can identify from that tracking where I can maybe take a nip and a tuck and take a little bit of the money. And so every goal in the world of finance usually starts with, What's coming in? What's going out? You don't have to do a budget. I don't really think budgets work very well. I think that tracking your money for at least 90 days gives you a much better awareness for where the money is and what the possibilities are going forward. Let you go with this thought. I'm going to ask you to peek into your crystal ball for a second and give us the biggest things you're going to be watching as we head into this new year. Well, I mean, listen, the number one thing is the labor market, because, again, in December, it was a strong number, but there were little clues that things are starting to soften. So I'm going to be watching job creation, which is the most important thing to me as to like what the key is here. 
And also, we're later this week, we're going to get more data on inflation. So we're going to keep an eye on prices. So yes, wages have gone up. That's great. But prices are still about 19% higher than they were before this big inflationary spike began. So we are seeing disinflation, like the rate of price increases is starting to come down. What we're not seeing is a return to where we were. So I'm going to keep an eye on both of those. Those will be the big themes that the Fed is watching, because the third thing you always have to watch is what the heck is the Fed doing? Not what they're saying, but what are they doing? CBS News business analyst, Jill Schlesinger. Jill, thanks so much for the time. We'll talk again real soon. Take care.